And I think there's this perception that if you're a good leader, you have to be kind of a jerk. And I, that's just not true. I've worked for leaders who are um, nicer and not so nice. Yeah. And you know, there's a way to do it where you're somebody that people trust and they take stock in what you say. They want to do a good job for you and for the team that they're on, but you can still be nice while you're doing it. Hey everyone, before you get to the podcast, this is Kirby Hosman. I want to say thank you and I want to tell you about my brand new book called Hit the Target. You can find that at Amazon or at hitthetargetbook.com. Now, on to the episode. Hey there and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I'm so excited to dig in today. She's the Chief Marketing Officer of Big Leaf Networks. Lori Stout, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Cool, cool. So, so let's jump in on what's going on in your world right now. So let's what's what's a project that you're working on right now that has you totally fired up and why? Uh, we are in the process of creating the first ever customer and partner advisory boards at Big Leaf. Hmm. Uh, I, I got my start in marketing actually as a customer marketer. So I built a customer marketing program and just kind of got my feet wet in all the different marketing disciplines through that customer first lens. So being able to kind of apply all of that and then our customer first mindset to building out our very first advisory board for our customers and partners is really, really exciting. Um, I've been here about nine months and I'm starting to actually get to know some of our customers and partners and you know can't wait to get that off the ground. Yeah, I, I would think that would be incredibly valuable to get that kind of feedback. I mean, is there is there like a process you go through to pick those folks or is it just you do you handpick them? How's how's a process like that work? Yeah, so we're we're kind of deciding how that is going to work, but of course it's based on interest and, you know, level of understanding of Big Leaf, um mm -hmm. how engaged they are with our products and solutions, how often they they prefer to give us feedback. I mean, we have customers who are constantly on the phone with our SEs and with our product team and saying, Hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that? And they're so great to give us that uh, data-driven real life feedback from how they're using the product every day. So those are perfect candidates for an advisory board. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. I love that idea. So I've, I've heard you talk about a book that you think every aspiring leader should read. Can you tell us what that book is and why? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the book that I think has helped me the most in my growth as a leader is Radical Candor by Kim Scott. Yeah. It's a great book for people like me who do not naturally gravitate toward confrontation, who really don't love the difficult conversations. You just want everybody to feel good about themselves and happy all the time. And, you know, this book has a really clear way of saying, hey, if you have these difficult conversations and if you foster this culture of accountability with your team, you're really doing them a great service instead of, you know, just letting problems kind of ride. And you know, that's when team members get unhappy and they're unfulfilled. Management isn't happy with them. So it's helped me a lot to structure hard conversations in a way that leave everybody feeling like it was a good use of time and it was constructive. Yeah, I, I love that book. And, and to be honest with you, that's one of the things that I really struggle with too. Um, you know, again, I, I I feed so much more off positivity than I do on, you know, the the confrontation. So I totally get it. The other thing that I remember from that book 
that I've that you just kind of kept in my brain was that she said that Netflix became a place where it was a good place to be from. So in other words, if you had Netflix on your resume, you could probably get a job someplace else. And I remember thinking, man, I want that to, I want that for my company. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I think there's this perception that if you're a good leader, you have to be kind of a jerk. And I, that's just not true. I've worked for leaders who are um, nicer and not so nice. And you know, there's a way to do it where you're somebody that people trust and they take stock in what you say. They want to do a good job for you and for the team that they're on, but you can still be nice while you're doing it. Yeah. 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 And I've found that there are certain people in my life who can give me, deliver me difficult news. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like I aspire to that. <laughs> I want to be that person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've also heard that you say that internal market, I'm, I'm totally fascinated by this. You've said internal marketing is the key to retaining and attracting top talent. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So Big Leaf especially has gone through a massive cultural shift. We um, have a wonderful founder who is now on our board and one of our board members has come over to be our CEO. Mm -hmm. So those two kind of did a role reversal. We have a brand new executive team across the board. We've restructured the way we sell, the way that we interact with partners. Um, and, And it's just been one change after another for our employees. So in the midst of all of that, I've, I've been through that where you're at a company, you're very comfortable, you've grown alongside the founder and watched this company grow. Then they hit this rapid acceleration of growth period. And you're thinking this doesn't even feel like the same company that I joined. So that internal marketing and just internal connection to the employees that we have and make sure that they feel invested in how we're kind of rebuilding the culture and what this new big leaf looks like has been incredibly important. We've seen our employee referrals go up. um, Our retention numbers for employees have gone up and it's just incredibly important for me too. I feel like everyone should have a stake in what we're doing at big leaf. And, you know, as we grow and we can point back to these few years of exciting growth, I want every single person that's here to feel like they had a big part of it. And I love that. Now, when you talk about internal marketing, is that just like pointing to the vision over and over again? Is it just a repeated communication? What does that look like, like internal marketing? I'm glad you asked. So I just had a call with um, one of our Gartner advisors yesterday, and I was talking to him about this idea of kind of reframing the culture and what does that look like and what should we as a company rally around? And he kept saying over and over you have to have a rallying point around your customers. Everything has to be about the customers. Everyone from finance to support to IT to um, you know the people who come in and water the plants have to know that in some way, the job that they do for Big Leaf is directly impacting the customer and the bottom line for Big Leaf and the way that our customers talk about us and think about us. So we're really trying to weave that into um, everything from our town halls to our core values. Um, and just everything needs to have that customer-centric focus and point back to here's why we're all here and why we're doing this. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And then the other piece that I, I always think of is, I think so many times as leaders, we think we've said it enough. <laughs> Yeah. And and we almost never have, right? Like right. you you almost can't over communicate when there are times of chaos and change. Sure, exactly. Yep. And I I've been on both sides of that. I've been the um, creator of chaos and the- <laughs> me too. So I <laughs> I sympathize on both fronts. That's cool. Okay, cool. So final question for you. So 
as you've had many roles in marketing, what are some mistakes you see organizations make when they tell their story? And is there, you know, do you have any suggestions on how to fix them? Sure. Well, this might um, sound a bit like a broken record, but it's kind of been the theme of all of these questions. Um, and I think this is common for a lot of early stage companies and startups that are so excited about their product or their service or their solution that they forget to make it about the customer and the problem that they're solving in the market. So it's, hey, we're this brand new, exciting company and we have this amazing technology. Cool, but what does that have to do with me? Right. So again, you know, I love what we're doing here with kind of rallying around the customer from a cultural standpoint um, with our advisory boards and then through our messaging, just making sure that everything stays 100% focused on the customer and then it keeps the employees connected, the customers connected, and it, it just adds a level of credibility to what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Incredible advice. Now, uh, where can people find out a little bit more about you? Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, Lori Brokaw Stout. And if you'd like to check out Big Leaf Networks, we're at www.bigleaf.net. And we'd love to hear from you. That's awesome. Lori, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. And we'll have to do it again sometime, okay? Great. Thank you so much. It was great being on. Awesome. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering.